he had a severed finger in his wallet. What, what kind of sh- What up, what up, peace, silly listeners. Welcome back or to the podcast that takes its silliness seriously. The Professionally Silly Podcast. I'm your audible boo thang, Amber Smiles Jones. And uh, this is the podcast where we shoot the shit and discuss a, a variety of awesome and a plethora of what the fuck. Yeah, a lot of what the fuck moments happening here. If you're new here, I appreciate you for stopping by, man. Thanks for, uh, joining in on the silly with me today. This is going to be fun. Take a gander at the uh, the titles of my past episodes and you will see that I cover a lot of fun and random ass topics. I'm talking random. All right, we can do uh, true crime stories. Sometimes they don't always end in murder, paranormal experiences, embarrassing stories, doorbell camera stories, bizarre sex fetishes, and more. We like to get into the nitty gritty of the fun. The fun that is life. Yeah. All right. That was deep uh, for me. I had a moment. So <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, and there's, you know, there's a little something out there, something uh, out there for everybody. There's, there's just a plethora of awesome. Like I said, no stone is left unturned on this show. So uh, subscribe to this podcast and join in on the silly every Friday. Yeah. All right. So this is the part where I share what's new with me because I know how much you care you know, it's not that long though. So, okay, check it. I went to the chiropractor the other day to get, you know, adjusted. And, uh, the last few weeks, my chiropractor was unable, uh, well, unavailable, excuse me, because of some sort of family thing that she had going on. So they had like a couple of different chiropractors for my last few visits. So it's been a, it's been a few weeks since I've seen my actual chiropractor, you know? And, and anyways, so this week my actual chiropractor was available and, uh, while, while she was doing her thing, adjusting me, blah, blah, blah. She said, you look and feel like you've lost weight. I, I, I was taken aback. Girl, when I, I clutch, I clutch my pearls. I was, oh, really? You mean it? You know, cause like when someone tells you, it looks like you've lost weight. You want it to be true. You're like, Oh, please tell me you're being, are you serious? <laughs> you know? And so when I tell you that she made my entire month, okay. <laughs> like the fact that she said it looked and felt like I lost weight was everything because you know, she had to move my fat around and shit and just in my bones and everything. She's touched my body. You know what I mean? It feels too, you know? So, uh, and she, she didn't, you know, she doesn't have to, to move my fat around, but you know, it's kind of hard not to touch it and the type of job that she has. Oh my God. Sadly, she's the only woman to have touched me in years. And it, it does not help that she's extremely hot, <laughs> hot. She's attractive. Anyways. Uh, so your girl gets to be felt up, uh, once a week by a sexy doctor who noticed that I lost weight. Yeah, listen, if I could just get that credit score and find out if she also enjoys the company of ladies, when I tell you I'll drop her as a doctor so fast so we can have our happily ever after. <laughs> so instead of repairing my back, she can focus on breaking it. Hey, that's a sex joke. Um, in case that went over your heads. I'm joking. She's actually a really nice doctor. <laughs> so, well, that's what's going on with me. I'm single as hell. Uh, and apparently I'm ridiculously ridiculous <laughs> simply because she noticed I lost weight. We just went through all of that. Just, just, just 
ridiculous. <laughs> Just tell me I've lost weight and I'll propose to you. It's as simple as that. Anyway, shout out uh, to my non-skippers who, who stayed and listened to my blah, blah, blah corner. Uh, it's nice to know that my lack of love life matters to a few of you. Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> so, how do you even go into what we're about to talk about after that? How, how do I even go into it? Uh, we'll be back after this strange sound. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Listen now, I feel like I warned y'all about those random sounds earlier. So when you heard the cow and the glass break, listen, leave me alone here. Okay, so as many of you know, it is Black History Month. And if you've been listening uh, to my podcast either this month or last February, you know, I like to do something a little different. I want to go ahead and share some black history at the beginning of each of my February episodes. And uh, it's been a great, it's been a great experience learning more about people and things that I didn't even know about. You know what I mean? And it's like, damn, we got a beautiful past. I want to share it. You know what I mean? So that's, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. And uh, today, today I want to tell you about Gordon Parks. Gordon was the first black professional photographer, y'all. Yes. The first. Now, y'all, he was doing the damn thing, okay? So he was born November 30th, 1912 in Fort Scott, Kansas. And Gordon was hired by Life Magazine as their first black photographer on staff. Now, that was back in 1948, okay? Now, when he published a photo essay on the life of a Harlem gang leader, which I must say sounds like an amazing read, quite the read, honestly, Uh, especially in the 40s they love shit like that okay anyways he stayed with life magazine and as you guys you may have heard that's a big ass magazine I, i think it still exists today but i remember seeing it when i was growing up so i feel like it's still out there but i don't really know anyone who reads magazines anymore you know everything's online anyways so he stayed with life magazine for about 20 years but his photography rocked the nation all right from the early 1940s all the way into the 2000s my guy took photos of absolute legends during his career as well we're talking barbara streisand malcolm x uh, muhammad ali and those are some pretty big names y'all it's impressive it's dope but he did more than that he did more than take amazing photos of celebrities he he what he did man is he focused on poverty, civil rights, race relations, uh, um, and, and urban life, you know, and you you can really see it in his work. It's it's amazing. I'm gonna make sure I um, well, you can actually Google it. I I, I can only post so much on the on the podcast Instagram. I think I can do like ten per post or something like that. But if you Google Gord, Gordon Parks photography or photos or pictures or whatever, you're gonna see some dope things. His his work it tells stories man it tells stories so he said and i quoted from gordonparksfoundation.org and it's a quote here and it says i saw that the camera could be a weapon against poverty against racism against all sorts of social wrongs i knew at that point i had to have a camera now that's a quote from gordon himself my guy gordon 
He he was creative on all types of fronts, y'all. He was a deep thinking, intelligent, creative man. And he used his powers for good. You see what I'm saying? But like I said, he was created, he was creative on all fronts, guys. He was a great uh, he was great at uh, writing fiction and nonfiction, you know, stories and things like that. Painting, musical composition. My boy was making music, uh, filmmaking. He even became the first African-American to write and direct a major Hollywood studio feature film, The Learning Tree. This was in 1969. Now his next film, many of you have probably heard of. Uh, it was pretty popular in the 70s and honestly, it still is especially in the black community. Uh, but the movie Shaft, can you dig it? (laughs) He pretty much introduced the black action hero into mainstream media. Like my guy, Gordon, he did a lot of stuff. I had no idea that he had anything to do with the movie Shaft. I've seen that movie a dozen times. Okay. That's dope. Like I was, I was, I was floored when I read that. I, I couldn't wait to share that with you guys. Now he developed film. He developed films uh, relating to the experience of struggling Black Americans and slavery. He created the black exploitation genre, and uh, even Spike Lee says that Gordon Parks was an inspiration to him. Spike says, and I quote this from Wikipedia: Spike Lee says, "You get inspiration where it comes from. It doesn't have to be because I'm looking at his films." The odds that he got these films made under got, got made under when there was no black directors is enough. So he's pretty much saying the fact that Gordon was able to get these films made at a time where uh, no black director could ever get anything done, especially under those conditions at that time. That's enough. Like that's respect. Oh man, this he made it. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's essentially what he's saying. But Spike said that y'all, who was also another amazing black man that I respect Spike Lee but anyways uh Gordon Parks was doing a damn thing like I said now here's a fun little tidbit as well my guy Gordon even had a Sesame Street character named after him yeah Gordon Robinson was one of the residents on Sesame Street and he played he was played by Roscoe Orman or Orman and uh, you know you know the black bald guy on the show google him and you'll you'll remember exactly what I'm talking about you're like oh yeah that guy <laughs> I'll, I'll be sure to post uh pictures uh on the podcast on the uh, podcast instagram at it's pro silly i-t-s-p-r-o and then the word silly and um i'll have uh, some photos posted about that oh I'm thirsty <laughs> now sadly the real gordon passed gordon parks he passed march 7th 2006 in new york at the age of 93 so he led a full life full life now i can go on and on about this man and and all his accolades you know because there's actually so much more that i that i just didn't have time to share with you but you can google him and and learn uh, his amazing life for yourself It's, it's it's great it's like a scavenger hunt of knowledge you know what i mean anyways it's time to move on with the show and if anyone under can understand that uh it would be gordon parks himself on with the show and also happy black history month everyone Let's go on with it. Okay, so last week we talked about a headless sex doll and hidden cameras. 
yeah, it, it was yet another creepy, yet ama- amazing and amusing episode. It was, it was both the amaze and the muse, okay? If you haven't already, check that episode out, and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I'm on a lot of podcast platforms, so let your friends know, too. I post every Friday, and uh, you never know what the topic will be, but you know it'll be interesting. You know that. Today, I've got some um, some weird <laughs> some weird news stories for you guys. It's actually one of my favorite things to talk about on this podcast. Yay! Um, I, <laughs> I was really digging the cold read episode that, that I did last week for you guys. It was a lot of fun. You know, I share something with you as I'm reading it myself for the first time. It was a lot of fun. And I want to do it again. So we going to. <laughs> so we have a guy who uh, who had a severed finger in his wallet. We're going to talk about that. That's weird. Uh, a woman whose boss is a complete asshole. And we're also going to have an alleged body rolled up in a carpet. So man, this this podcast, it has it all. It, it really does. But as always, before we get started with today's silly episode, silly-sode, I like that. If I remember to say it from now on, I'll say it, silly-sode, I like that. Um, I'd like to ask you guys to give this podcast a five-star and written review on whichever platform that you're listening to. And if you're listening with Apple Podcasts, oh, my fate is in your hands, ladies and gentlemen. They are the podcast gods, and I am just a mere mortal. And and honest with you, the more five stars and written reviews that I get, the more people uh, my podcast will be suggested to. All right. And also Spotify has recently started allowing podcasts to be reviewed. So shoot me a five star over there too. So I'm not the only one that's clicked five stars on my own podcast. I need, I need you guys to do it too. (laughs) And also Spotify is free, man. Just download that shit and, you know, press five stars. You you ain't got to listen there. It's fine. Just hit five stars. Okay. <laughs> Let's all cheat so I can find success. All right. So also, as always, check out the podcast Instagram page at it's pro silly, I-T-S and uh, P-R-O and then the word silly, I-T-S-P-R-O silly. I post photos pertaining to my episodes there and sometimes I post some other random things. So make sure you check that out. And if you're not familiar with it, we have a Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah, the Professionally Silly Podcast group on Facebook. Join that. We have a lot of fun there, too. It's a lot of fun. All right, so let's go ahead and get to the show uh, after this message. But I kind of want to know what's going on with this severed finger. It sounds kind of weird. So I wanted to share something with you guys that's super exciting. Recently, a company by the name of Vance Global reached out to me and they wanted me to try their product. Vance Global is a Milwaukee-based CBD joints and hemp manufacturer. Vance Global is providing us with a safer alternative to smoking tobacco products. And they have even created recently the most potent CBD cigarette out there that Delta 8. So if you are interested in CBD cigarettes or you're interested in an alternative to smoking tobacco products, this is for you. And Delta 8, oh, guess what? They've got gummies now too, and they are amazing. I I ate a couple of them and uh, I had an amazing night's sleep. My mind shut off and I dozed 
goodbye anxiety and hello sweet dreams so check out their instagram at vance global and take a look at the merchandise and if you see something that you want that you want to purchase make sure you go ahead and use the coupon code smiles all capital letters s-m-i-l-e-s the word smiles to get 20 percent off your purchase once again the coupon code is smiles to get 20% off your purchase. Vance Global, I'll be sure to post the link down below in the show notes and you can go ahead and click and start your shopping for your CBD, cigarettes and or gummies and more today. All right, so let's go ahead and, and get started with our first story here. I uh, want to shout out thesmokinggun.com once again for their awesomeness here. <laughs> we are checking out the bizarre crime section here. Uh, it says, cops, uh, driver had s- a severed finger in his wallet. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what kind of shit is that? <laughs> it said digit discovered during late night Utah traffic stop. Now, I don't think we've ever told any type of story dealing with Utah. So this might be our first Utah story. What's up, Utah? So this happened February 11th, I believe of this year. Let me see. Yeah, February 11th of this year. And it reads a Utah motorist with 11 fingers. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because he had one in his wallet. I was like, how... What? <laughs> Got it. Oh, so Utah motorist with 11 fingers was arrested following a traffic stop Wednesday evening, according to a court filing. Uh, the spare digit, <laughs> really, the spare digit was not, one, was not, oh, okay, the spare digit was not on one of Victor Chavez Zinga's hands. I, I probably said his last name wrong. Zuniga? No, that's not how you say that. Moving on. Um... <laughs> But, uh, but rather in the 27 year old's wallet. Okay. So there's the hand, the finger, uh, one of the, that spare digit, it didn't belong to him. It was in his wallet. What the fuck? Where, <laughs> why does he have a spare finger in his wallet? Okay. So it says here, uh, but rather in the 27 year old's wallet, where it was beginning to turn green and the fingernail appeared decayed. Oh, that's so disgusting. Oh, that's gross. Oh, 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 mm. I might vomit on my microphone. And if I do, I'm going to need someone to, uh, to get me a new one. That'd be great. <laughs> it goes on to say Chavez Zuniga. I'm assuming that's how he's is Z U N I G A, but it's someone's name. So Zuniga anyways, this dude has a severed finger in his pocket wallet whatever the fuck so fuck him anyways chavez was driving about two miles from his residence in orem a city about 45 miles 45 miles south of salt lake city when a couple cops oh when a cop i don't know where where a couple when a cop pulled him over around 10 p.m for a broken headlight now listen people um if you're gonna have a severed uh body part on your person Maybe make sure your lights are working. Your bright lights are good. Your headlights are good. Keep your shit at 10 and 2. 
you know, complete stop, three count at a stop sign and make sure you do it behind the white line, bro. Uh, don't run red lights. If it's going to turn yellow, just stop. <laughs> okay. Cause you have a, you have a severed body part on you. You, 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 you gotta abide by the other laws, man. If you want to get away with this, I'm not trying to give you hints or ideas on how to get away with having a severed body part on you so we're just everyone pretend that this was never said let's rewind that's my rewind sound effect that i just made up okay moving on with this weirdo um so when a computer check turned up several active warrants several active warrants and quotes chavez zuniga was handcuffed and placed in custody two of the warrants stemmed from chavez zuniga's failure to appear in court for a hearing related to a prior felony uh, fraud conviction. Wow, this guy is, he's just, he's a winner. And uh, of course, I will be, I'll be sure to, uh, to put a photo of this weirdo onto the podcast Instagram at it's pro silly, I-T-S-P-R-O, then the word silly. Uh, during, a, during a search of uh, Chavez Zuniga uh, police, found the defendant's wallet, which contained a severed finger and a cloth wrap. (laughs) The finger, a probable cause affidavit states, had what appeared to, what appeared to be pus and blood on it. Oh, warning. (laughs) Oh, I probably should have done that first. Uh, pus and blood was on it. <laughs> Sorry about that. Should have warned you. I didn't know. I was reading it with you. Shit. And uh, was be. <laughs> I don't know what sound that was. Um, <laughs> was be. Ugh, okay. It was beginning to turn green, and the fingernail appeared to be decayed. Um, additionally, when officers, okay, sorry. I just looked up and saw the word turn green and pus. Uh, sorry. Uh, additionally, when the officers removed the finger from the cloth wrap, a noticeable, a noticeable foul smell was observed reported officer Bryce. What is this? Mon, Mondragon. What a cool ass name. Officer Bryce Mondragon. It's like legit M-O-N and then the word dragon. Mon dragon, right? <laughs> I also always wonder, why is that what people say? Like uh, a smell was was observed. You can't see a smell, right? Doesn't that just seem like, I don't know, politically wrong? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking out loud there. So it goes on to say the court filing does not address why Chavez Zuniga had several f- Oh, has, has several. Okay, that's a severed. Uh, does not mention why uh, Chavez Zuniga had a severed finger in his wallet, nor does it identify to whom the finger was previously attached. You know, that's a good fucking question. Whose fucking finger is that? I I, I want to know. Like, I, why? I want to know who, what, why, when, and where. All, all, of, all of those. All the W's. All the W's. Uh, it says, uh, pictured above in a 2018 mugshot, Chavez Zuniga was booked into the Utah County Jail where he is being held on the outstanding warrants and a new misdemeanor charge of abuse or desecration of a dead human body. So, 
yeah, he's yeah he, he he's a he's an Hispanic male, dark hair, dark eyes, dark brown eyes. Uh, he, his eyes look soulless, and he also looks embarrassed. He's got the he's got the look of, damn, I knew I should have taken that severed finger out of my wallet days ago. I don't know why I left it there. You know, he just he just. I guess he just thought that the severed finger was like a receipt. You know, you just kind of put him in there and you just forget. It's like, ah, shit. I need that severed finger for my taxes. <laughs> yeah, that was... All right, let's end this. <laughs> let's end this segment right now. <laughs> all right, let's go on to this next story here coming from mirror.co.uk. This is going to be fun. They always have some interesting stories on here. So, uh, title is, uh, let's see here. I'm going gray at 30. My boss demands I diet as he says it's unprofessional. This boss sounds like a complete asshole. The woman said her boss demanded she dyed her hair after she began turning gray prematurely as he blasted her natural look as unprofessional and unhygienic. What the fuck? <laughs> this was uh, this was written by Z- Z- Zahana Eklund, audience writer, uh, February 17th of 2022. Uh, did I mention the name of the other dude who did? No, I didn't. It was not on here. It was just on the smoking gun. Okay, I was making sure that I... I shared who it was. All right. So I am looking at this here. Let's go ahead and and have a read. Shall we? It says we should all know by now that there is nothing wrong with getting older or with showing the signs of aging through things like wrinkles and gray hair. But one woman has been left furious after her boss demanded she dye her hair black to cover up her grays as he believed her new look was unprofessional and unhygienic. What the fuck? When did gray hair become unhygienic or unprofessional? I feel like it makes people look distinguished, man. I had a friend in high school. He was 16 and he had silver hair, like like little silver uh, like pieces of hair coming through. He looked, he looked handsome, distinguished. He still looked his age-ish, you know what I mean? You know, God, just like how, I don't understand that. What a dick. What a dick. Definitely, definitely a man. A man does say he believed her, but that sounds like something a man would fucking say. Anyways, it goes on to say, sharing her story anonymously on Reddit, the woman explained her hair began turning gray very rapidly and she, and, uh, and said that the white streaks in her black hair are premature as she's only 30 years old. And listen, man, 30 is young. Okay. As someone who is above that, we don't need to discuss the exact age. Shut up. Be quiet. Dimaje, shh, quiet. We don't need to discuss that. But 30 is, is young. You know, I'm just saying, us 80s babies, we be looking real good like snacks, walking around, getting old. Better catch us before it's too late. You know, <laughs> please catch me. All right, so let's go on and read this here. Uh, but instead of being compassionate about the woman's sudden change of appearance, her boss told her that she wasn't making enough of an effort to look professional and claimed her gray hair wasn't representing the brand properly. Wow. This guy sounds like a complete dick. I, I want to kick him in the face so badly. What an asshole. You know what I mean? (laughs) Gee whiz. So she wrote onto Reddit, 
Uh, I'm 30 and suddenly last summer my hair started to turn white very rapidly. I have long black hair and it's very noticeable. It's like, it's like in the span of two months, a third of my hair suddenly turned white. It does not bother me in the slightest and I never wanted to cover it with dye because I actually like it. My boss is one of those people who inherited a company and only shows up at our workplace a few times a year. So I had not seen him since early 2021 and two, and the two other times was and the two other times he was in the office and we didn't coincide. So this week was our first time he actually, he saw me in about a year. All right. So this is the first time that this man even saw her for a year. Like he doesn't even show up there. Like what the fuck? Fuck you. You know what? You have no idea what kind of hard work I've done for this company. You have no idea how much money you, you, you don't know. And you just come, you look unprofessional. That's just because I don't look like someone you want to fuck does not mean I look unprofessional. You bitch. Sorry. Just, I feel her pain. Okay. She (laughs) goes, that got deep. Jesus. She goes on and says, without even saying hello, he asked me, what's wrong with your hair? Oh my God. What an ass. I told him that I told him since last summer, my hair has started turning gray. He said, this is a workplace and I have to maintain my hygiene and make an effort to look professional because I'm representing his brand. I work in an office space with 14 other people and I only interact with clients over the phone. I do maintain my hygiene. My hair is clean and well-kept and my gray hair doesn't represent, and my gray hair doesn't represent his brand for shit because not one of our clients has ever seen my face and I seriously doubt they care if I had gray hair. Things then took a, oh, things then took a turn for the worse the following day when the woman was approached again to be told to dye her hair. And she told, and she was told she'd be fired if she didn't comply. So you mean to tell me she, she's only seen this man like three times in the past year, but all of a sudden he, he comes to work two days in a row to, to, to chastise her about her natural gray hair, gray. It's not like this bitch is walking to work with blue hair. You know, it's gray. It's a natural thing. What the f- that is insane. Wow. Okay. Fuck this guy. She added, um, the next day I arrived at work and HR who is the owner, who's the owner's brother-in-law. Oh, she's fucking screwed. Okay. <laughs> who is the owner's brother-in-law and has that title just to collect a paycheck. Asked me why I haven't colored my hair yet after my talk with the boss. Holy shit. HR. The people you're supposed to go to when you have problems like this was like, yeah, bitch, why didn't you color your hair? What the fuck? Boss said, color your hair. You're, you're going to be fired, man. I don't know what to tell you. I don't even know the rules or laws. I'm just collecting a paycheck because uh, my brother-in-law owns a place. So <laughs> good luck, bitch. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> How fucked up is that? He's She, she uh, goes on to say, I told him you can't be serious, right? And I tried to explain how gray hair has nothing to do with hygiene or being professional. He said he gets it, but his brother-in-law told me to fix it because he wants me to be my, to be my best self. And I, if I don't comply, then he's going to have to discipline me for insubordination. What the fuck is happening here? 
there's no way he can do this 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 is this oh my god i what words where are you i can't find you <laughs> i'm angry <laughs> oh my god the woman is now considering quitting her job and commenters on reddit have encouraged her to do so one person said hygiene i'm so sorry i just can't over that i'm so sorry that you're facing it fighting it takes so much energy what a bizarre shock yeah that's true like you should have your right but to grow gray hair you know but is that a fight that you want to battle and who's going to be on your side if hr isn't on your side this is a this is this is a company issue i mean i mean who do you even contact about that i don't know the better business bureau what are they going to do like i don't i don't even know how how would you even incite your your actual rights like how do you be like hey man i have rights in the workplace hr is on board so it's like what does she do man that fucking sucks is there any more on here okay it also says while another reddit 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 it reddit it another reddit (laughs) uh commenter added so gray hair is unhygienic now for women your employee has no right to control your appearance a third posted if if you if you either walk out of wait if you either walk out or are fired it would be best to let the clients that you work with know that you will no longer be able to help them due to your hair not being colored that should be a fun time for your boss fuck yeah i love that that's dope yeah and then create your own business and, and whatever it is that y'all fucking do steal those fucking clients and make him pay monetarily that might be illegal she could have signed contracts maybe don't do that but i like that i'm sorry i'm not going to be working here anymore because my hair is turning gray and my boss hates that and he told me to color it black but i refuse to so i'm quitting i just want to let you guys know thank you so much for working with us uh it's been a pleasure working with you and i wish you and your family the best (laughs) like what do you do that's crazy All right, on to our last story of the evening or morning, afternoon or night. I don't know when you're listening to this, but this is the last story of the episode. This is coming from news.sky.com. Sky News. News.sky.com. And uh, this is coming from, it looks like the UK. So this is going to be great. Hey, United Kingdom. Y'all in the house tonight. Ow. This was written uh, Monday. It was January. Yeah, Monday, January 17th, 2022 in the UK. It says Prince Charming mannequin mistaken for body rolled up in carpet on motorway. The suspicious object spotted on the M11 motorway prompted a call to police who were deployed to track down the car. Well, thank you, Megan Bynes or Baines. I'm probably saying her name wrong. News reporter who was sharing this story with us. Uh, there's a, (laughs) there's a photo involved here. I can't wait to share it with you. It's, it's awesome. (laughs) I can totally see why you would see this and think, holy shit, there is a dead body in the car. Now looking at the photo first, I was like, wait a damn minute. How are they going to drive the car like that? How, how the legs are over the seat from the back seat. See, in the UK, they drive on the right side of their car and not the left side. So what appears to be the driver's side to me is actually their passenger seat. So it makes more sense now that I think about it. Okay. <laughs> but I'll be sure to put this photo 
up on the podcast Instagram at It's Brosilly. It says a pair of feet were sticking out of rolled up carpet believed to be a body turned out to be a mannequin dressed as Prince Charming. That's lovely. The so, Oh, this is this is in the UK, right? Let me see if I can do my British accent. <clears throat> Who's ready for me to really destroy this accent? All right. The suspicious object spotted on the on the M11 motorway prompted a call to the Cambridgeshire police who were deployed to track down the car. No, that was more like Boston with the word car. When they found the vehicle, <laughs> this sounds horrible. They were told by the driver that he was that he was taking a dummy to a themed birthday party. Right? No? Okay, I'll stop. So anyways, when they found the vehicle, they they were uh, told by the driver. The driver told them that he was taking the dummy to a themed birthday party after he was spot on the M11 motorway. Somebody called the cops because they were like, hey man, uh, there's a dude driving down the M11 with a, a dead body rolled up in a, in, in a rug. Y'all might want to get down here and check it out. Why is it that the deeper I got into that sentence the deeper a random country accent came out. Don't even know what happened. We went from barely British to that. I got problems. All right. So, oh, woo. okay. I'm looking at the, <laughs> I just scrolled up and there was like a picture of the, of the mannequin's face and it was just terrifying as shit. It was, oh, whew, okay. That's creepy. All right. So it goes on to say, Cam, uh, Cambridgeshire police said, uh, we, when we received a call on Saturday lunchtime, to report a vehicle was traveling along the M11 with a pair of feet poking out the end and rolled up in a piece of carpet. Alarm bells were naturally ringing for the informant and our control room. Right? I feel like I nailed that. But just in case I didn't. So they got a phone call on Saturday during their lunchtime to a lot of, a lot of uh, people were calling, telling them, Hey man, on the M11, there's a pair of feet poking out the end of a rolled up piece of carpet, bro. Uh, alarm bells are ringing <laughs> for the informants and their entire control room, their squad room. So they were like, Oh shit, this is, this is wild. <laughs> we might need to check this out, man. Come on, Roderick. Let's go handle this. I don't know why I said Roderick. It sounded like it'd be a British name. All right. So it goes on to say, we managed to track the vehicle down in uh, angel, Grove Angel, Angel, yeah, Angel. I thought I said Angle for a second. My God, they managed to track down the vehicle and Angel drove, uh, Ally or Eli. I don't know E L Y, where our officers discovered there were indeed a pair of feet belonging to a mannequin dressed as Prince Charming, who was on his way to a famed birthday party. The force said the driver was given advice to avoid such circumstances again. And thankfully it was a false alarm. That is hilarious. And also terrifying as hell. <laughs> Can you imagine driving down any motorway, speedway, back road, whatever the fuck, and seeing a, a pair of feet rolled up in carpet inside of someone's car? That What do you do? Like, do you call it in? What if it's a, another mannequin? Or what if it's a dead body? Or what if it is a dead body? You call the police, you snitched, they also saw you when you drove by, saw your license plate number, remembered that shit in case anything happens, looked you up, 
and then you became the next body rolled up in carpet that got that deep real quick but anything can happen man you know <laughs> i'm not saying don't report the crime to the police i'm not saying that i'm just saying what i said <laughs> i said what i said <laughs> Oh my God, that's crazy. And this mannequin looks like really fucking creepy. I, I hate to say it, but I'm getting Michael Jackson vibes. It's just the pale skin, the eyebrows that are nicely shaped, and then the eyeliner around the eyes. It's, you know, it's giving that. It's giving that. <sighs> Rest in peace, Mike. I miss you. Ugh. All right. That was fun. <laughs> Well, if, um, if there's anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's maybe don't carry a severed body part around with you. It's weird. You know, I mean like rabbit's foots, that's cool. You know, rabbit's foot, that's all right. But a human one, maybe not so much. Maybe don't do that. There, there There's levels to creepy. Cause when you think about it, people who carry rabbit's foot are just walking around with a severed leg and on their keychain. That's just weird as shit. Okay, and if you are one of those people, you're weird. All right. <laughs> yeah, professionally silly life rules, man. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I want to shout out Wikipedia for uh, you know for for having uh, you know for sharing the, some of the facts with me, so that I can share those facts with you about my main guy Gordon Parks. Also, want to shout out CountryLiving.com for some of that info as well, and of course, a big thank you to Gordon Parks Foundation. Org. And uh, those are the those are the three sites that I got my Gordon Parks facts from. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'm so glad that you are here with me. It's dope to have you guys here, man. All three of you. Thank you. So I posted um, a podcast episode every Friday, man. I post it every Friday. All right. So definitely be sure to subscribe to this podcast or whatever podcast. Pa- or a platform that you're using so that you'll be notified when I post, uh, you know, a new episode, you know? Yeah, man, this, this thing is unedited. It's raw. What, what, if I said it, I said it. If I did it, I did it. I don't, I don't cut shit. So you got to hear that. You got to hear that. It's lovely. Um, <laughs> check out the podcast, Twitter and Instagram. They are both called, they're both called, they're both at it's pro silly i-t-s-p-r-o-s-i-l-l-y and of course check out the uh the professionally silly pod group on facebook feel free to post stuff we have fun there uh memes tiktoks what have you post them up we like to have fun man we have to have fun do it do it do it do it uh they're also those are also the places my facebook instagram and the uh the twitter those are the places where i'll let you know any information about the podcast that you need to know, especially the professionally silly pod group. I'm going to let all of you know there on Facebook, including if a show is going to be late or you can't have one or, or something like that, you know? And if you want to join in on the silly and you have any stories or experiences that you want to share, either email them to me, do that, do that at it's professionally silly at gmail.com. It can literally be about anything you want as long as it's interesting. And there's a good chance that your story could inspire an entire episode topic so send those in my email is down below in the show notes copy and paste that bad boy and compose me a new email i want to I read what you got 
Also, guys, you can uh, leave me a message on the Anchor app, leave me a voice message, or you can text or leave a voicemail on my Google Voice number, 805-664-1828. You know, hit me up, and I'll put you in the podcast, unless you're not into that. Let me know. Let me know. But I would love, love to hear from you guys, man. I want to thank you guys again so much for listening every week, and uh, I really am glad that you're here. I, I am. And if you're, this is really your first time listening, I hope you decide to come back and join me every Friday as we get professionally silly. And uh, don't forget uh, to share your, your, your emails, your emails, share your stories down below. My emails in the show notes. And please, 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 please support this podcast by leaving reviews on whichever podcast directory that you're using, especially if it's Apple Podcasts. That'd be great if you've got that. And share, share my podcast with a friend, man. Let them have some fun. Share the silly, bro. Don't don't hold out. Don't keep all the silly to yourself. That's selfish. Don't do that. <laughs> they want to see some silly sodes too. See, I remembered. I'm going to forget next week. I already know it. <laughs> but yeah, leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and iTunes would really help my show grow. That would be amazing. I check out the show notes for bonus information, my social media stuff. I've included my link in tree. Uh, my link entry, well, my link tree, which has all the links uh, to my most used social medias and platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, my YouTube channels, and more. All in one spot, all in one spot, including my cameo. So for those of you who want shout outs or personalized video message from my professionally silly ass, you can find me on cameo at Amber Smiles Jones. And that link is down uh, below in the show notes, as well as my link, as, as well as my link tree. Man, seriously, I should start editing this podcast. I make so many fucking mistakes. Uh, For those of you that are interested in writing me or sending me things, uh, my P.O. Box is Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia, 30250. Send me anything uh, that you want and I open it either right here on the air, but I'll definitely be posting a video of the unboxing on my YouTube channel. That'll be a lot of fun. Once again, guys, it's your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station right here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. Enjoy the silly while you can and come take it seriously with me every Friday right here on the Professionally Silly Podcast. Drink every time I say professionally silly. All right, bye.